0: Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Stacey, um, to recount for our listeners who aren't privy to what happens behind the scenes on Gaylords of Darkness. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you just told me, I can hear you click your pin, by the way. And then...
1: <laughs> because I can! And then everyone else can hear it. and I can't take it out when I edit it. And then you suggested
0: that I, quote, unquote sit on it and click it if I <laughs>
1: <laughs> The thing is, I genuinely thought that was good advice. I wasn't like, you know ah, why don't you just sit on it and click it. I just thought, you know if you, <laughs> actually... it, if you sit on it and click it, it won't be as noisy That said,
0: ah, why don't you just sit on it and click it is <laughs> exactly how you said it to me <laughs> I could hear the Jay Moore mask go on your face. <laughs>
1: I was like, yeah, baby. Why are you just sit on it and click it like mama like? Like, what are you clicking? Oh.
0: <laughs> oh. I can't think of a more appropriate uh, beginning to Women in Horror Month than. <laughs>
1: than a woman's sexual agency exactly exactly
0: (laughs) i gave myself uh some homework um leading up to women in horror so like i didn't watch don't look now or or the brood or any of the thousands of amazing classic (laughs) films that i have not seen as my homework
1: i considered it stacy that's enough.
0: I considered it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's how we. That's how we do things in Portland, Oregon. We just passive aggressively <laughs> consider things and then expect to be lauded for it. Um, so I did homework and I thought, okay, what are as per our last discussion, what are some men in horror <laughs> hmm. that I responded to?
1: Okay.
0: And I came up with a list. Oh. James Brolin, Shirtless in Amityville.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Ryan Reynolds, Shirtless in Amityville. Okay. Um, Chris Sarandon in The Sentinel.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: Jeff Goldblum and Christopher Walken, also in The Sentinel. Okay. And the Gay Priest and Lurkers. I feel moved by all of them.
1: Well. <laughs> maybe something feels moved. <laughs>
0: them a quiver downstairs
1: <laughs> yeah. maybe there's movement in the basement
0: the basement doors are trembling
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i do i think you kind of have a type uh it feels feels like a type
0: guys with mustaches in seventies yeah. movies. Hair. yeah brunettes with musta-
1: oh that's like jason yeah
0: oh that's sweet
1: that's nice that's
0: nice oh. How Yay. lovely. Yay. Wow, well, I learned day. something about myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll have to talk about the movies that we haven't talked about then. Am- yes. I do want to, did you see my post that I just got a copy? Oh
0: my god. Like a VHS promo, like screener copy?
1: Oh my god.
0: That says like, coming out in 1997 or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, listen.
0: Have you watched it yet?
1: not yet okay i'm I'm saving it for like a special occasion
0: i'm gonna listen with the listeners tell tell me everything
1: (laughs) well i finally after years of hoping and praying and searching and looking i got myself a copy of amityville dollhouse it's honestly been like my grail movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) was there a withered old knights templar like standing next to the vhs tape (laughs)
1: i had to pry it from a rock yeah (laughs) i'm so glad i was strong enough yeah because the dvd is out of print obviously the vhs is out of print but the dvd is out of print and the vhs is out of like it's like upwards of between one and two hundred dollars for this movie
0: for amityville dollhouse
1: yeah which is why like i'm like look i want it but i also am not like a one percenter hello i'm not gonna spend that kind of money
0: wait you're not i need to disconnect this call immediately <laughs> yeah, i only associate I, with the wealthy
1: i know i sound like one i give that impression but you i'm do. not oh yeah. well. so i finally found it's the promo dv uh promo vhs of it and i scored it for like eight bucks and i am so excited <laughs> eight bucks eight bucks baby Where this wasn't even
0: a this wasn't at tori spelling's yard sale was it
1: no. Oh, God, that would have been... That would have been too much for me.
0: I'm sure she had a copy at one point. Or she still yeah. does.
1: You know what else I got from Tori Spelling's yard sale? was I got, um, curtains. The movie on VHS. Like, oh. long... Because that was long oh, out of print.
0: shit, that's a good one.
1: Yeah. She had curtains! Like, Tory Spelling, so, yeah. Tory Spelling, I mean...
0: There is a question of to what extent is she a hoarder who has like a, like an indiscriminate just pile of things that she hasn't seen or isn't aware of. But I like to think that she's a horror connoisseur.
1: Yeah, they were, they're well worn, you know, like they're not pristine. Yeah.
0: Especially given the deep dives that you found in her selection.
1: Yeah, that's not the kind of, I mean, it wasn't like there were 50 copies of Jerry Maguire, you know like a real hoarder would have. It was curtains.
0: (laughs) That's my my pantry. It's just copies (laughs) of Jerry Maguire. Oh, you know who had a a estate sale just recently and all all of queer Instagram exploded? Um, Joan Cusack. And all these gays were like posting photos of themselves with like demented clown portraits that they bought from her (laughs) yard sale.
1: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Anyway, wow, Amityville Dollhouse, how um, exciting!
1: I'm so excited.
0: Is that so... number what entry in the franchise is that? Is that like the? I
1: fifth? feel like it's sixth. Sixth. Because part four is the evil escapes featuring Patty Duke and the possessed floor lamp.
0: Oh God, how could I forget? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then there's Amityville. It's about time, <laughs> which is, which is about a clock from the house. <laughs> <laughs> And that was I think that I think that was 1992. So I think Dollhouse comes after that. And then after Dollhouse, like, who cares? You know, but God, what a great series.
0: I think I might I might I might have to just reinvestigate all of the early 90s horror movies because they're so and we can talk about this as we investigate the films we're talking about today. But they're so, um, you know, everyone shits on 90s horror, and for the most part, for good reason. But there are some gems, some bizarre, awful gems in that A lot of
1: super, like, I find that supernatural was a thing.
0: Yeah, it was like a combo of supernatural and, like, tech, like weird
1: tech So it wasn't just like, you know, oh, supernatural, like, oh, the house is haunted. It was like supernatural, like the floor lamp is possessed (laughs) by a demon.
0: A.K.A. (laughs) 90s tech.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's not like exaggerating the story for the sake of humor or whatever. Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes is literally about a possessed floor lamp.
0: As a child who grew up with a a floor lamp that my mom uh, an antique floor lamp my mom acquired from like this elderly like i want to say like thinner style lady <laughs> um I grew up terrified of this floor lamp in our house, so I completely relate to the to the <laughs> the terror of the floor lamp. It will wage a war on your psyche,
1: yeah, I've seen the movie. I know what it can do
0: <laughs> and how. And-
1: and you know, Patty Duke threw it off a cliff, and it exploded. So God bless. Spoiler, spoiler. Damn it! I mean, that's why movies were invented. You know,
0: <laughs> so we can watch Patty Duke float, throw a lamp yeah, to its ex- right? explosive demise.
1: I feel like, honestly, that's why I was invented—was just to watch that kind of thing. When that's they when I'm they here. assembled
0: you in the lab. <laughs>
1: They grew me in that tube,
0: and they're like, "Quick, we need another baby arm here, and we need a... <laughs> someone find a jumper."
1: Yep, yeah. So, did you ever see
0: um, the latest Amityville? Well, there's like they're still making a thousand like knockoff ones that still somehow have the title because I guess it's the title is public domain or something.
1: But know.
0: there was the one that I want to say it wasn't Alexandre Aja. But it was it was the one with Jennifer Jason Lee.
1: Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. Is that the one is Bella Thorne in that also? Yeah,
0: and it looked like Insidious, like like where it's like the house then possesses the the daughter and she goes into a coma or something.
1: Yeah, I gotta watch that. They were giving it away free on Google Play, so I clicked (laughs) the link. So I clicked the link, and so I have the movie, but I haven't watched it yet.
0: I think it's on Shudder too or Amazon, but it's um yeah, it, it it I was excited about it because it seemed like they were gonna reboot Amityville and like do it right and Jennifer Jason Leigh. And then I saw the trailer and it just looked, blah. and then yeah. and then it it got in, It was in development hell or like it got shelved for like five years. And then it finally just came out and nobody ever said anything about it. So mm-hmm. maybe that maybe that's a good
1: sign. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That could be. I mean, I hope Jennifer Jason Leigh goes Amityville.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As she disintegrates into pixels. Oh!
1: (laughs) We can only hope. I mean, but they could go on forever. If they're going to do, like, everything in the house. Because that's what Amityville for. there's a yard sale and someone buys the possessed floor lamp. And that's how the (laughs) the evil escapes. Like, in the title, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, like in the title, yeah. And the mirror... Like, somebody brings it to another house. So if they're going to go that way, they could make Amityville movies forever.
0: The whole, like, Amityville antique mall. Like, it's just everything goes wrong. Yeah.
1: Like, the pillow, the throw pillow that you bought is possessed. Like, everything (laughs) in the house is possessed, I guess. Can they
0: just, like, CGI James Brolin back into all of them, though?
1: Mother of God, I'm coming apart! (laughs) (laughs) Man, James Brolin and Margot Kidder, right? In 1979, Amityville? Like, what fucking, a fucking hot fucking babe couple. Babes.
0: Foxes aplenty. It is but, wild.
1: Like, good lord. That movie used to scare the shit out of me, man.
0: Oh, the first time I saw that, um, the scene where she sees, uh, like, Jodie's eyes in the window, or yes. he sees it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I shit myself.
1: Yeah. And when the I babysitter sh- got locked in the closet like that. God, that movie really used to scare me when I was a kid.
0: Oh, it's so bad. When it, I know people have been asking us when we're going to do an Amityville thing. So maybe this is our tease for a future episode.
1: Right. Maybe, maybe. this has been our Amityville mini <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is it. That's all we're going to say about it.
1: That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember that part that was scary and how hot they were? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Well, and Part Three is in three D, right? Uh-uh. wasn't Meg Ryan in Part Three? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. God bless.
1: What a series! What an God underrated bless. series.
0: Oh, it's so good. I love Amityville.
1: I've Except, never, I've never seen the remake, the Ryan Reynolds oh.
0: Okay, Stacy, I know what I know. What episode we're gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is an atrocity. However, the babysitter in the remake is amazing because she's just like the stoner that shows up and she's like, what's up, guys? Do you mind if I take my top off? (laughs) Like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Melissa George is a national treasure, so. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, literally the only reason is to watch Ryan Reynolds, well, to watch those two queens and then to watch Ryan Reynolds, like, try to do his best, like, even more abrupt Descent into Madness a la Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Oh, boy. And then just watch him take off his shirt and chop wood. Yeah. That's why my friends and I went when we were children.
1: <laughs> That's such a point. You know, men, that was a thing I did a post on Final Girl once about men sublimating their feelings in horror movies by chopping wood.
0: It's such a thing. It's like, it's oh, I've got to chop some wood.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't feel anything. I'm just going to chop some wood. Sometimes they're shirtless. Sometimes they're not. but it's still going on it even happened in the witch like it's still happening (gasps) yes yes I remember saying something in the
0: theater at that exact point yeah I totally forgot about that it's so funny
1: it's still a thing
0: it's so funny Mm -hmm. oh okay there's one men in horror that I would appreciate the 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 brother in the witch oh yeah he was amazing he deserved an Oscar for that like death sequence where he was like yes oh my god it's so good yeah Anyway,
1: anyway,
0: but today we're we not talking about men in horror.
1: No, we are not. We are talking about Mary Lou Maloney.
0: Uh, an American teenage dream.
1: Hello, Mary Lou. Prom night two
0: and prom night three. The last kiss.
1: Prom Night Two is a very important movie to me. I love Prom Night Two. I love I have,
0: it. I have to say, like when I when I first saw Prom Night Two years and years and years and years ago, um, which my rewatch was so delightful because I had not seen it. I think since then, uh, it's so fascinating how disconnected. Like this is just they like I think it just got absorbed into the franchise like by producers or something. Yeah. Like, they're like, just just call it Prom Night.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but it is, as its own thing, it is the most brilliant film ever made, maybe.
1: <laughs> is <laughs> that too large of a post? I love it. It's, it's, like, literally, it's legitimately in my top ten horror movies. I love Prom Night 2.
0: It is so brilliant. And I think, like, all the way down to that title, Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, that is, like,
1: <laughs> it is...
0: That is the most quintessential 80s slasher title ever. Yeah. And yeah. in many ways, even though this isn't a straightforward slasher, I mean it is a slasher film, but it's not. Um right. even though like despite all of that, this is also like the quintessential 80s slasher. Like it has it checks every single box for what makes me love them, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh yeah it was not like prom tonight the first prom night 1980 with jamie lee curtis is okay i think i think what everybody probably remembers is that extended disco dance sequence right that's
0: that's the thing it's prom night is just fine um everyone loves jamie lee everyone we all love leslie nielsen and and who's like very much against his like how we think of him today in that movie
1: yeah
0: um at, but then there is that disco dance sequence which is why you watch prom night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what sets it apart for sure. And this and film the-
0: has no such disco dance sequence
1: really. No. Well it, this was not like you said it was not intended to be a sequel. It was its own movie and then they decided to absorb it into into prom night too. I mean it comes 7 years later. <laughs> no one was clamoring for a prom night sequel anyway. No. And so, like, like some Hellraiser movies where you can tell that they just, like, it was a regular movie, and then they were like, Ah, we gotta make it Hellraiser! Put that box in there! And then <laughs> Pinhead'll show up! Put
0: Cenobites in the computer! <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit like that. Like, I guess they reshot some stuff and kind of, you know, rewrote a few scenes to tie it in more. But it still isn't tied in—it doesn't feel like Prom Night, too. It still feels like its own movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. So- there is a prom—
1: there is a prom. There is there... um Oh my god <laughs> No well, I am get... <laughs> just
0: now I'm just imagining people on the set of Hellraiser like seven and <laughs> and the producers the producers are like, You guys I found these whips and chains in my backyard. Like do you think do you think we could get some more money if we just made it a Hellraiser movie too? <laughs> and, <then> they, <laughs> yeah. and they just yeah, put on their spike yeah. collar and say it's a Hellraiser movie.
1: Yeah, they're like, like steel steal magnolias or something, and they're like, you know who would make more money? Get that box in here!
0: Open say the box, Shelby!
1: Say something Shelby, about open the tears! <laughs> Shelby! <Show Yeah. me. laughs> <laughs> Shelby, open the box!
0: I don't want to open the box. I don't want to open the box. Drink your juice
1: and open the box! <laughs> Anyway,
0: prom night two, Mary. Anyway, prom night
1: too. Uh, it begins <laughs> in 1957 at the pro, uh, at the prom Mary Lou Maloney, my queen. I will
0: fact check. It begins.
1: Well, it with begins with Mary Lou okay. going to yes.
0: confession.
1: In Conf- the dark of night, on a dark and stormy night, she goes to con- confession.
0: Confessing all, like we all do. All of us good Catholic schoolgirls in 1957, confessing all of her sins and then saying, and I loved it, or whatever she says, and then writing in, like, lipstick on the confessional wall, for a good time, call Mary Lou. Yeah. And you instantly know everything you need to know about this perfect goddamn angel.
1: Yeah, she's like, I don't like my parents, I've said bad things about my parents, I've had sex with so many boys and i liked it <laughs> yeah i liked it <laughs> i liked it
0: yeah <laughs> she is a feminist icon like without she really a doubt
1: is. i mean she really is like that's you know i mean okay let's let's recap the movie for those who haven't seen it you should press pause on this podcast and go watch it
0: and i know many of our listeners haven't seen these films and just listen anyway but I know honestly, we, sh-
1: we should like tell them what the movie is sometimes.
0: Sometimes we should. Like
1: I, re- I realize with I with,
0: with Lurkers, we never even said what <laughs> Lurkers is about. <laughs>
1: we're just like and that's then the true. lesbian with the hot water bottle <laughs> yeah. like, that's the thing and sometimes when I edit these things I'm like oh my god we didn't tell them anything about the movie at all <laughs> and they're so pretty and then, like, <laughs> oh my god this movie's full of babes <laughs> and then I liked this part <laughs> the end so bless all of you listeners who listen to our bullshit even though like we're so bad at this basically <laughs> <laughs> we are. Like we are. <laughs> oh well. Yes. So then it's prom night, Mary Lou, uh, Maloney. I mean, every time I say her name, I just honestly have to pause because I love her so much.
0: You have to pause, say a little prayer, and like pay tribute and homage to uh, to the goddess, right? Yeah.
1: She's the prom queen. Um she showed up at the prom with Billy, this like nerdy kind of boring guy but then she dumps him well she doesn't dump him she just starts having sex with someone else like yeah. the stage.
0: <laughs> like we she all did do.
1: she, she doesn't actually dump him and then he finds them and she's like too bad billy whatever um and so while she's on stage like getting the tiara placed upon her head and all of this billy throws a stink bomb at her and just like the tragic stink bomb accidents that you read about in the paper uh... <laughs> Stacey, it's too soon It's too soon
0: The nation is still reeling The thoughts and prayers are still going out on Twitter
1: uh, Her prom dress catches on fire And she dies on stage And I did have, I, watching it this time I was like, oh my god All of those poor prom goers Who are like Watching this girl burn to death Oh, it's it's
0: like, like horrifying I mean, it's funny because it's like It's it's very like Carrie adjacent In some of those moments in the build up Yeah um, and it and and it's coming off of that hilarious like prologue but then it is really it's horrifying what happens to her
1: <laughs> it's really horrifying flash forward 30 years um and oh my god what's the girl's name uh, Vicky Vicky that's it Vicky yeah Vicky is like a nice but not too nice like, no. Christ- Christian girl, you know? Yeah, she
0: she has the weird, like, Mennonite parents, like you all do.
1: Like, like <laughs> is a real horror movie staple.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's very, very Carrie, once again, with yeah. her mom.
1: Her mom. Her mom doesn't want to spend any money on a prom dress, but prom is coming up. And so Vicky wanders the costume department and finds a steamer trunk that has Mary Lou's tiara and... Uh, sash and cape in it and she lets loose the vengeful spirit of mary lou who yep. possesses vicky and proceeds to fuck shit up and then v-
0: thanks to mary lou vicky gets her goddamn groove back <laughs> yes.
1: vicky turns into a bad girl like a I very mean, bad girl
0: that's entirely how i read this film It's like
1: she kind of lets
0: vicky just let loose right and like mm-hmm. I, I actually think this is, and I mean, granted, like we're we're talking about this movie for women in horror, um, and this movie was made by men, uh, but but like something that we've talked about in the past is like you know we want to see more of the lady killers, and like Mary Lou is one of the best and most iconic of all of them. Yes. Um, and and I love that in this in this like there's this whole buildup to her kind of. it it ultimately it's interesting where it goes with it, but like there's this whole buildup to her getting her revenge for what happened to her. Um, regardless, regardless of, you know, if Billy, if his feelings were hurt or anything, like he still led to her death and she's going to, she's going to do something about it. So there's like, there's like some feminist, like pre me too elements in this film also.
1: Um,
0: and Oh, Vicky, (laughs) Vicky.
1: (laughs) Vic, uh, I mean, in 1957, I mean, Mary Lou was striking a blow against the patriarchy by saying, screw your sexual mores for what you say a woman can do and not do in 1957. I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to be prom queen too.
1: And I'm going to be prom queen. It's like she's completely unrepentant. And I like that she's a killer, like it's a vengeance kind of thing, but she's not cursed she's not possessed she's not like there's no external forces manipulating mary lou she's just fucking mean <laughs>
0: yeah, she's, she's a,
1: just mean
0: <laughs> she is a bully she's a bad girl but she's yeah. awesome <laughs> she's so amazing we don't get to see that ever like yeah like i can't even think like i think maybe maybe jennifer's body is like the closest we've come to Something along those lines recently.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, it's also, it's where it kind of flips the slasher paradigm around. Because when a slasher killer, when it follows the formula of like, something bad happens in youth, or early on the triggering incident, and then they get revenge for it. It's like... You've got Kenny in Terror Train, who was just a nerd who was, you know, a prank went wrong and he was everybody was mean to him. Yeah. Or you have Mrs. Voorhees, whose son died, and so she gets revenge. Mary Lou is just like, fuck all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's mean before she dies. She's mean after she dies, and she always just gets what she wants, and I she, love her.
0: She just wants her tiara, and she just wants to laugh and have a good time. <laughs> yeah. and i i will i will i will fight for her
1: (laughs) oh me too everything
0: that she needs in this world
1: yeah yeah she's delight like the whole movie is like kind of tongue-in-cheek like there's a lot of black humor it's kind of tongue-in-cheek but it's always kept just shy of going full camp and it's really got some nastiness to it yeah it it's it's
0: so borderline full camp the entire time Yes. Um yeah. it does a really great balancing act of still being like it, yeah, yeah, I don't know even how to describe it because it like is full camp at the same time, but it isn't. It's weird.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, everybody plays it really straight. Yeah. You know. So, but like Mary Lou kills a priest, she kills a pregnant teenager, like she just does not care.
0: It's amazing. I love her.
1: She's so pretty.
0: It's um she's so pretty. It's uh in my notes, I wrote Canadian lesbian Elm Street because <laughs> <laughs> like, it is, it is a, dr- it's, it checks all my boxes. It is a dream come true.
1: Yeah, it really is. And it's so, like, the whole movie itself is so underrated and so, like, I don't, like, where's the Blu-ray of Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night too?
0: I have, as we jump into the next film, too, I have a lot to say about that. Um... I was also shocked, like I said in my notes Elm Street, I was shocked at how Elm Street-y this one felt. Yes. Uh, because I think in my memory, I my mind had conflated the third one with the second one. So there's a lot more of the corporeal form of Mary Lou in the third one. Yeah. And then in my mind, I remembered Mary Lou killing people in the second one, too, and not it not being as much of like a possession film. Right. Um, but it's it's so funny how much this exists, like, in dream spaces or in, like, these weird, like, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 kind of possessed, like, there's a, there's a, in this case, there's a woman inside me kind of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And so it allows them to do really fun things, too, where it's like, there's, we have Vicky as, like, kind of this extension of Mary Lou, who's, like, sort of the killer in her own respect. And then... But then there's also these like sort of final destination, almost like like really intense final destination, like deaths that Mary Lou kind of causes as a spirit too.-hmm. Um, like the locker scene.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like so brutal and yeah. so...
1: Or the the pregnant teen who it's like it's that's very final destination where it's like oh she's gonna be hanged. Nope, she's gonna get her head cut off. Nope, she's gonna have this happen. Nope, she's gonna like all of these like not gonna kill her yet. Not gonna kill her yet. She's in all of these like Rube Goldbergian yeah death sequences, yeah. and then There's she gets like... thrown out a window. <laughs>
0: The only thing that was missing was the board game of mousetrap set up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the genius gets thrown out a window. Here's the thing. The pregnant teen, like I I was writing about her in my notes as like the sickly goth girl or like the sickly new wave girl. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There is such a weird setup for that character. Mm -hmm. because especially on my rewatch not remembering what happens like she talks about going to the doctor and it might be something but no it's probably fine and then you see her crying later and she's just like really and i thought she was i thought she had like a terminal illness in the the first like (laughs) 20 minutes of the movie and then and then when they have the confession scene where vicky's like is something wrong and she's crying by her locker and she tells her like like she begins to bear her heart to her and then she's just like Oh, this boy doesn't like me, and I was like, "What? It's just a boy!" You know, I thought she had cancer. And it's just a boy, and then she's like, "And I'm pregnant," and I was like, "Uh, okay, I get it now, girl. <laughs> I, I get it." But I was like, "I was like, wow, this is not, um, this is not how I expected things to go." And then they invest so much in that character, and then she's actually the one that that like, what she pulls out the tiara or breaks it or something she, happens. Yeah,
1: she pries a jewel out of it.
0: Yeah, she pulls, like, the, like, gaudy costume jewel off of it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then that's what causes that giant, f- and she immediately dies. And I yeah. was, like, very, it, like, played with my expectations. I was very shocked yeah. by that death. And then, actually, there's a while that passes before there's another death.
1: Yeah. Well, and she put on Mary Lou's cape.
0: Like, yes. She did, oh, yeah, yeah, She yeah.
1: did a lot wrong. Yeah. Okay, so she, okay yeah. she deserved it. Okay. She was <laughs> so perfect. You're right.
0: Mary Lou can never do anything wrong. <laughs> hashtag I'm with her
1: (laughs) yeah oh I gotta give a shout out to Wendy Lyon as Vicky because she's pretty terrific in this movie
0: oh she's amazing
1: has like 10 minutes basically of full frontal nudity which was like oh my god like oh (laughs) 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 oh is that what i think that is oh
0: is is there a wrapping on your basement doors?
1: (laughs) (laughs) no no it was legitimately like just kind of jarring because you don't see it all that often
0: it well and and for this film it sort of came out of nowhere yeah like it seems like they were like okay we need to have like and then they and then it immediately it goes into like a almost lesbian moment in the shower with the other girl right yeah yeah um And then they're, like, kind of, like, giggling, and then it turns into that extended stalking sequence in the locker room. Yeah. Um, Which, both in Vicky Vicky's appearance, her hair, the blonde hair, the full frontal nudity, the locker room, I was like, the faculty, this is where the faculty got that final stalk sequence. Yeah. When uh, Mary Beth is hunting down um, Clea Duvall and Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. I was like,
1: "Oh shit! This movie is influential as fuck." <laughs> like, yeah, you know, the movie nobody talks about, but it's you know, but yeah, there's nothing sexual really about, it. like, except for that one like weird kind of lesbian moment, which could have just been like Mary Lou fucking mother, basically. Yeah, um, there's nothing sexual about. It. She's full, like, fully nude, but it's not a sexual thing. It's just like she's so like powerful. She doesn't care that she's like yeah. she's just walking around naked
0: yeah it's just it's just a costume for mary lou
1: yeah god this movie
0: it's so good it's so good also there's some exceptional there's an exceptional bully in this um i think her name was monica the jerk girl
1: oh yes
0: (laughs) who is like who says so many classic lines like get lost asshole and you shut your fucking mouth you
1: fucking bitch
0: (laughs) (laughs) I loved her yeah. so much.
1: <laughs> oh gosh! <I> just... Um.
0: <laughs> also, Vicky and that horse statue. Oh my. <laughs> that weird like giant rocking horse she has in her bedroom that whenever vicky starts to go bad the rocking horse like its eyes turn red and like its tongue starts to hang out of its nasty ass mouth (laughs) and
1: that scene where she's like casually like fingering its mouth yeah while the tongue like there's the sexuality in this movie is so was like subversive squidgy like like when she comes in and starts when her dad comes in Vicky's dad I, comes in and Vicky starts making out oh, with him. Like, it's oh Mary Lewis possessing her, but she starts kissing her dad. And, like, the fact that he doesn't stop her or stop himself, he doesn't, like, pull away. It's yeah. so disturbing. It's
0: really gross. And then that's when the Carrie mom walks in.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and then, like, has the meltdown. And that's ultimately when she gets killed or thrown through a door. Or you yeah. assume something something happened to her.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so disturbing.
0: And as Vicky There's also like it's not exactly body horror, but in the way that like uh the the, the, the weird fucking horse rocking doll statue thing that gets all possessed and gnarly like vicky begins to kind of dishevel throughout the film too mm-hmm. and sort of turns into this like exquisite femme troll which <laughs> <laughs> like at a certain point when she's like really possessed and really tired she looked like grandmother adams like carol <laughs> C- yes! carol Kane is her yeah! in, in um adam's really values <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> it
0: was so good <laughs>
1: Oh, man. And then the, the scene when she is at the prom and uh, Vicky is taking the... Vicky's named Prom Queen and she's still possessed by Mary Lou. And she gets shot. And then the corpse of Mary Lou bursts oh. out of Vicky. And she's all burnt and charred and rotted. And then she slowly, like, gets turns to a babe again. It's oh. so cool. It's so cool.
0: So if you look at my notes... My notes start out very, and, and it, this might be as I got more and more drunk because I was alone in a cabin, but my, my notes started out like very organized and very well written. And then on page two, it just turns into this like crazy person scrawl, just a scribble. It, <laughs> and like, it, it coincides with the descent of Vicky because all of a sudden my things just say, um, oh, OMG, his dick exploded. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God, locker death. Oh my God. Hello, Mary Lou. She is a perfect dominatrix femme terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When she, when it's like Vicky hits the floor and then this like explosion of gore as Mary Lou's like gnarled skeleton arm, like burnt charred skeleton arm, like pops out and just is sticking straight out of her corpse, you know? And then she pulls herself up and like, it's almost like that it's like a, a more discount version of that claymation sequence in Hellraiser when like Frank was reassembled from the floorboards mm-hmm. but but as Mary Lou like kind of reconstitutes her form and she's like just like moving like a weird marionette and everyone is screaming and she just has her arms out and like flames are shooting everywhere oh. that's literally like when I go to a film today in the cineplex that's what I want to sit down and be treated <laughs> to, <you know? laughs> Is a demented troll prom queen, like a skeletal shard oh. setting everyone on fire with her mind. Like,
1: it's <laughs> so cool. Oh, God, it's so good. It's so oh, good. Yeah. It, yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, that was the next thing I wrote. The next thing in the notes just said, oh, my God, Mary Lou is so punk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just love her. so. She is absolutely one of the greatest horror villains, villainesses, whatever. And it just, she doesn't get enough love. The movie does not get enough love.
0: No, it doesn't. And I, I uh, oh, it drives me crazy because honestly, like it, seeing all of these these great Blu-ray releases coming out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like this movie, I I would. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see where you land on part three, and I think I know. <laughs> but but I think this movie and part three, just the Mary Lou saga deserves a release like clean it up i watched this on a shitty like i it's one of those like five movie discs oh yeah so it comes with this with prom it's like the jamie lee disc so it's this prom night halloween h2o oh halloween six uh curse of michael myers and then um resurrection
1: oh my gosh
0: and like just trying to figure out how to select the movie was enough of a trying moment for me (laughs) But then it's, like, it's, like, a horrible, like, full-screen VHS transfer. And, like, I could only imagine, like, when we talked about Superstition, like, seeing all of this movie in its glory.
1: Yeah, because there's some, like, it's thoughtfully made. Like, it's, you know, late 80s horror movie and it's got that whiff of cheese to it. But it's very thoughtfully made. The lighting and stuff like the different colored lights that they use for, like, when Mary... Anytime the camera is on Mary Lou... It's like it would be so wonderful to see it cleaned up and Oh it's blu ray. Yeah, it, it's beautiful and and
0: just like the the it's like I said it's still shocking that that this is one of the few movies where we have this like unapologetic, uncontrollable, will not be controlled like infernal feminine figure. Yeah. And so she,
1: rare. <laughs> she,
0: she is who says lines like, Dear father, would you fuck me?
1: Like, she is so cool. <laughs> I, it needs a Blu ray. And I, I think there's a DVD out there, which isn't terrible. Like, it did get its own release. I know that. So, oh. if you are a listener who has not seen Hello Mary Lou prom night two, you should see it. Cause it's fucking great.
0: It's so good.
1: It's so good.
0: It's so good. Also, bonus bonus points. Um, in this one, we don't have Leslie Nielsen, but we have Michael Ironside, who I've always loved. I so, love him. Yeah. So I guess there's a man in horror that I give a shit about. Right. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I will always, I will always sit down to watch a Michael Ironside movie, and yes. in this, this he gets to, he gets to react in great ways.
1: <laughs> he does. <laughs>
0: That's all he does, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he he does that thing with his mouth and his teeth that he always does.
1: Yes, <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> and he, he's great at it. Yeah. He's great at it. I, I <laughs> there was a moment where I think it's it's when um when she's when Vicky's first going through the chest that has all of Mary Lou's like accoutrement <laughs> in it. And he like can sense it, like Michael Ironside can sense it in his principal's office. And he like walks to the wall and like looks at a picture of Mary Lou, and he's like he's like hit with the flashbacks. And I was like, oh my god, he's a Jedi or something because he's like having this weird like sensory moment as he remembers <laughs> everything and uh, he knows Mary Lou's coming.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, it's it the is... picture; of the frame shattered right over her face.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah,
1: it is. It is weird
0: that like. In this version, and both both of these films don't really know what to do with Mary Lou in the end, I think. Yeah. So it's weird that, like, all it like, because the whole movie, I felt like, was leading up to her finally killing Michael Ironside, right? And right. getting her revenge. But, like, all she actually wants to do is kiss him and have her last dance.
1: Right. Which, I guess, in a way, like, no, maybe I'm fine well, with Well, she kind of want. it wasn't even about him. It was about just, her. Having, it was about her having her prom queen moment.
0: Yeah, having that moment. And uh, she got it. And then in the end, spoilers, everyone. We get another, like, it's a very um, Freddy's Dead, or not yeah. Freddy's Dead, but it's a very Nightmare on Elm Street Nightmare 2 Elm Street. ending.
1: Yeah.
0: Where they're in the car driving off and Michael Ironside is now possessed by Mary Lou.
1: Right. Which doesn't it, really make any sense. It's It's very tacked on. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm like, hey
0: she got, even though I just was saying they didn't know how to end this, now I'm saying this is the perfect ending for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you miss she got her prom queen moment yeah. and then she took over the principal's body to wreak havoc another day.
1: Right, yes.
0: So good for her.
1: Yeah. But then we don't see any of that havoc as we come into <laughs> prom night three. The last, <laughs> the last
0: kiss. kiss. <laughs> and i uh, love this movie i'm gonna say it right now
1: no (laughs) (laughs) were it not for the haunting 1999 What? Are you going that far? I'm going that far. I really hated this movie. Really? Yeah, I did. Oh,
0: Stacey, I felt I, so I feel like Prom Night 3, I wrote down, like, this is the seed of Chucky to Prom Night 2's Bride of Chucky. Like, uh, hear me out.
1: You know what? It's the buddy to Chucky. Yeah! Oh, no! Okay, (laughs) where do I begin? (laughs) it's so good (laughs) (sighs) here's what i liked
0: courtney taylor
1: no are you gonna get out of here with this designer imposter dollar tree fucking mary lou maloney and i could be saying that partially because the original is so important to me And I was so in love with Lisa Schrage when I was a child. (laughs) Oh, Lisa
0: Schrage is everything. I
1: mean, like, that to me is Mary Lou Maloney. But, so, on the one hand, I was predisposed to not like this Mary Lou. Second of all, they completely fucked up the character. Like... I'm not saying prom night 2 is like a deep character study but I think they took everything about the character that they established into and just took a big dump on it in part three
0: that's okay yeah absolutely like she is not she's not the same Mary Lou no um but I like I like this femme terror I think she's still a femme terrorist and I like this femme terrorist also i think i think courtney taylor is very obviously very different from lisa strange um but i kind of i really love both mary lou's as just for who they are in their own unique ways
1: <laughs> that is no. your right that is your you're right uh,
0: here's the thing if you didn't like anything else can we at least appreciate the- i
1: appreciate the beginning the scene in the, hell the with- opening sequence <laughs> the opening sequence i was like okay i'm not sure what's happening but i like this which is like hell they're in hell somehow mary lou is back in hell
0: yeah they never explain how they she's- never
1: explain what happened between two and three but she's back in hell and hell is a bunch of women in like torn stockings they're dirty and they're chained to the floor trapped in this eternal dance
0: it's uh it's 100 a chain gang chorus line
1: yeah and mary lou like busts out a nail file (laughs) and files her chain off and then escapes i liked that and then i liked it when i could turn it off because it was over (laughs) those are the two things i liked about it it took me two days to get through it Oh no! I watched it on YouTube I got halfway through and I was like I would rather be doing anything else and so I turned it off and I played Resident Evil 2 all night and then today I had to finish it for this show and it took me I was like well I better first before I watch the rest of it I really need to dust every book I own (laughs) (laughs) I need to (laughs) I did all my chores first yeah I just, you didn't.
0: You didn't have enough time to con Mari. You just had to dust.
1: <laughs> I just had to dust them all, and then I made some lunch, and then I did these. Other, and it was just like I just. I, it was not for me, my friend. It was not oh, for it's. Me.
0: It's absolutely for me that the that that first second you see the chain gang chorus line and they are just like hobbling back and forth doing their song and dance. Mary Lou nail filing herself free. And all of this happens in three shots.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the next thing you know, and this is a motif that occurs throughout the film that I also loved is Mary Lou becomes the evil dead like camera wind. (laughs) and you just hear her like cackle constantly throughout this movie as her camera wind flies throughout the hallways of this school yeah yeah it's definitely like this one is full camp it's straight up
1: it's a comedy it's it's a a comedy. comedy
0: um and i did appreciate it's the same writer of the second one um ron oliver but this time he's directing it uh, and he also is a queer filmmaker, so I was like, okay, this is a this is a, a gay guy making just a sheer uh, horror adjacent comedy fantasy. And I like I like those movies. So this one spoke to me mm-hmm. for those reasons.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also,
0: did you notice Lauren Ambrose? No. Yeah yeah i i would not have noticed it if jason didn't say hold the fuck up is that lauren ambrose and then grabbed the controller and rewound it <laughs> who was she she's an extra and it was oh. like it was like five years before um like psycho beach party or something or like one of her first roles that i first noticed her in and it's it's uh lauren ambrose and um, like, at, as they, like, one of the people, like, somebody passes out or dies or something in the hallway, and, like, the camera zooms past a crowd, and the first face you see is Lauren Ambrose. And, like, it's without a doubt Lauren
1: Ambrose. <laughs> huh. So I was really
0: excited by that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other I also felt like I do think there's a lot of, I think this there's a lot of gay
1: subtext in this that I really enjoyed. There, i tried to to approach it like a freddy's dead kind of thing
0: because yeah, that I, I that like, was what like i that. noticed
1: that's what i noticed right away it was like when the main character who is a man this time alex alex has to choose between his girlfriend and his best male friend to go on vacation and i was like immediately i wrote that down i was immediately like oh subtext here we go what what, what? <laughs> And then it kind of like it there it had some moments throughout the rest of it but then as I became increasingly overwhelmed by all of the gay jokes because it's very 1990 like
0: Yeah, it's 93 so it's like it's like deep in no,
1: it. No, it. it's 1990. It was 1990? Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was 93. Is it? I don't know. I could be I completely wrong. I
1: think it's 1990. But it was, like, it's, the like, a lot of the humor is, like, fat jokes, fag jokes, and the overwhelming through line of humor in this is, like, women are bitches.
0: Oh, yeah, that comes up, and that's the kind of annoying and awful.
1: It's, like, the rap song that plays about two-thirds of the way through it and over the last credits are literally, like women fucking suck and they'll take your money and they'll fuck your best friend it's like that like i don't know how many jokes there were in this movie that are like women
0: are all crazy oh and yeah and then they sampled american woman over that yeah Yeah. that was yeah Yeah.
1: so i think like that kind of stuff got to me and then just like to do what they did to mary lou i was like "Eh, this is not for me at the same
0: time, I felt like Mary Lou um, just tormenting Alex and like just like like I liked that her motivation in this was she thought Alex was hot and therefore she's going to destroy his life <laughs> and and kill everyone <laughs> around him. I was like, I get it. I would do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I felt like she and then there's that there there's still like that femme troll femme terrorist thing going on with her. I mean, yes, it's all because she wants to get with this boy. But at the same time, she's just doing this because she wants to get with a boy. So I was there for it. (laughs) So I guess I think I saw past things that otherwise I would zero in on most of the time with that. Um,
1: I just I felt like her her motivations in this movie were so anathema to like what they established in the previous oh
0: film. yeah it's a i mean it's a different character it's
1: a completely different character and so i had a moment where i was like i could appreciate like i still wouldn't like this because like bad horror comedy is not my jam but like
0: <laughs> versus some of us over here
1: <laughs> well, well that, and that's totally fine it's just not you know like yeah. it just doesn't work for me um if it wasn't If it was just like oh dating a dead girl and she makes you do things and you take the blame for everybody that she kills like I think that was an okay idea but the fact that it was Mary Lou Maloney who like I don't know is just like obsessed with this one like average guy to the point where like she got him. And I just like she literally is like a like pretends she's a housewife. In the it's like who is this? This is very... hashtag not my Mary Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I respect
0: that. I I see. I, I think it's a very different movie. It's a very different character. Um, it's absolutely absolutely throw out her motivations from part two. Um, as a twisted fem troll queer. I could see this as a teenager being like this working both ways for me. in in terms of a fantasy where it's like, I want to be, you know, I would want a crazy, like killer prom King boy to zero his sights on me and kill everyone around me. Right. Or I would be Mary Lou myself and zero in on Alex and be like, I'm going to kill everyone around you because I can, because I'm crazy. I'm Mary Lou. woohoo! And then fly, <laughs> fly through the hallways, cackling with my evil dead wind. Um, So I, I don't know. And I also, I liked that. I liked Alex in this. I thought he was like, um, I thought he was almost as cute as Charlie Brewster in Fright Night, who should be at the top of my men in horror list. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. I think, I think for me, like this is the sheer parody of it all came through with a lot of the lines in the script. Um, there's, I think maybe this is like my lurkers where there's, there's little moments that I really, that really sang to me. Like, um, the, there was the relationship with the best friend that was very Grady and Jesse in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yes. Um, although they, like you said, they didn't really pursue that much more. There was like another sequence where they're like by the pool and they're like talking and and then he dies. And then, well, I, I liked that when he goes to hell, or when they go to hell because the, the nerd girl, Sarah, has to break him out of hell, has to break Alex out of hell where Mary Lou has trapped him. Um... I liked that uh, the best friend, like, actually wants Alex to stay in hell with him. Mm -hmm. So there was, like, there was definitely a little more gayness there. Uh, There was that, the gun cleaning scene.
1: Did you notice that? Yeah.
0: Which was, like, that guy was just straight up masturbating, but it was with a gun. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Which, I'm not into guns, but uh, it was, there was some symbolism happening there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, And then there were were little moments, like, I did love Sarah in this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And I loved her trauma cookies that she...
1: <laughs> yes. it's And it's that thing again
0: where, like, it, it, it's just like Mary Lou being a housewife or, like, and like, playing housewife and whatever with Alex. Sarah's go-to... She even has a line, like, they're like, why are you so mad? And she's like, I don't get mad. I bake. <laughs> and, yeah. and there's, like, there's a weird level of misogynist cliche in there. But then there's also, like, just a sheer camp like tragic absurdism like uh as things are going worse and worse with alex you they cut to sarah's house and she's just baking like her entire kitchen is covered in cookies (laughs) and she's just spatulating cookies everywhere and it doesn't make any sense (laughs) um and then uh one more moment that I really loved was Sarah dealing with um, what's happening to Alex, and after he gets framed by Mary Lou for all these murders, and he's going to jail, and her mom is like, oh, well, you know, mental illness just happens, and pe- sometimes people just snap, you remember what happened to your father, and it's- <laughs> Sarah like has like a break and like has to step away from her mom, and her mom is just like very lighthearted about this like weird, horrible, tragic history she just alluded to with a conceivably with her husband and father of her child. Yeah, <laughs> while Sarah like has to have a moment, and then her mom just says, "You're going to prom. That's in order." <laughs> so there were things I, I as a as a demented troll, if if you get drunk after Mary Lou too and and you really embrace the demented troll inside you you might like this movie but i also completely see where you're coming from with your read of it
1: Mm. i think you're very generous
0: i am i also (laughs) i also i don't know it has the it has that thing i love which is the tinge of like a crazed gay creator um Mm. so i was i was here for it hmm well, you know what else? You know what else it had? What actually? What both of them had, Stacy? What's that? Early internet ghosts.
1: That's true.
0: Prom night two has a computer internet death where Mary Lou, much like in House of Haunted Hill, affects the outcome of the of the prom so that Vicky wins prom queen. Yes. And then the computer blows up and electrocutes a boy who's trying to use it <laughs>
1: <laughs> with blue. Horror movie electricity. And then in prom uh, night three, the horror movie electricity was pink.
0: It was pink, yeah. She had more of like a heat ray vision that she could electrocute and melt people with. Right, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> what's in prom night three when she, when she tempts the, she like kind of, she's like getting ready to seduce the nerd boy Leonard at the prom. Um, but because she wants to kill him, because, because. At prom he had his own solo dance moment where everyone gathers around him and claps for him as he does his stupid dance, and then you see Mary Lou and she's like, he has to die. <laughs> so <laughs> So she lures him into a room with a giant like fifties style computer <laughs> <laughs> and then kills him. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> That's great.
1: No, nope. We can't agree on everything.
0: We can't agree on everything.
1: That would be boring
0: (laughs) I think we can agree we love Mary Lou
1: we love Mary Lou
0: I love both Mary Lou's
1: I will only acknowledge one
0: you stand one Mary Mary Lou from
1: here on out I will only acknowledge the one if she was Betty Sue I probably (laughs) wouldn't have still liked this movie but I would have been okay with it
0: hey it's me Betty Sue
1: hi well that's me Betty Sue (laughs) I uh, went
0: to the adjacent high school. Yeah, where but, I was also melted at my prom.
1: Yeah, there I then I would have been like, you know what? I still didn't like it, but I guess my heart light wouldn't be just full of rage. I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you think? Do you think you would love? And this is why I was clamor. I'm clamoring for a blu-ray release of both of these. Do you think you would? I mean, it seems like your issues with the content, which, like I said, I get. um. But do you think you could appreciate it more if this movie actually had the nudity and the violence and the language in it that was taken out for all the versions that we can find?
1: Um, maybe language. Yeah. I like a swear word.
0: I do like a swear. A good curse.
1: Yeah. I I don't know that anything else would have helped me with it in that regard. Yeah
0: i wanted to see what mary lou's kills looked like because she was pretty brutal in the second one yeah and then in part three it's so weird because i looked it up i like we were watching it right after lauren ambrose happens you know um somebody says like somebody says you dick but they they audit like very audibly dub it over and say dork hmm. and we're like wait what the hell and so we reround it and then and then we noticed it happened again with a couple other curse words And then we noticed every death scene, they just cut away. And I looked it up and the version, like any digital transfer that has ever happened came from a made for TV edit, like a PG edit that was shown on television. Um, And so there's no DVD that exists of this or like digital version that exists that isn't this made for TV edit of it, Hmm. which makes me really sad because I want to see the whole thing as it was intended to be seen. But i'm just like both of these films regardless of how stacy feels about the second one both (laughs) of these films deserve to be like the mary lou saga really deserves to be like get that shout factory treatment i think
1: i'm surprised that it hasn't happened honestly like what do you think it is do you think it's misogyny it probably what else could it be there's no other good reason as far as I'm concerned.
0: Like, I doubt that it's hard to get rights to a Canadian slasher sequel.
1: Yeah. I mean, the first one's gotten released on Blu-ray. And I realize these aren't, like, strict sequels, but... Come on, somebody... It's got a... Maybe they're, they don't think there's a fan base. And I'm here to say there is. I, I
0: just don't get... I'm like, if you're... If they did, I mean, this falls right up there with, like, the Sleepaway Camp sequels for me.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. don't,
0: I don't, and those have Blu-ray releases. Like, I'm really shocked that Prom Night 2 and 3, especially Prom Night 2, doesn't have that Blu-ray release. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's Mary Lou, man! <laughs> 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 Just let me have it! Yeah. And now I'm honestly trying to think, like, are there other, like, what other killer women do we have in films? Besides Rebecca Gayhart and Mary Lou. <laughs> of
1: course. Mrs. Voorhees. I have to I
0: have Mrs. Voorhees, yes.
1: I mean we all it's always they always trot out the same ones, you know what I mean? And I, I honestly feel like Mary Lou is way overlooked.
0: And she's so but that's the thing, is she's so
1: different. Right.
0: Because and a lot of them it's like there's a weird there's a weird like need for retribution or vengeance, which is just in line with every other killer, you know. Right and And that might be how we read a lot of the driving themes for Mary Lou and Prom Night Two. But really, Mary Lou is just a force that just likes to play with people, yeah, because she's an asshole.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was an asshole before she died. It's not like she became a vengeful spirit. like there's there, there's also like a whiff of like Asian horror in Prom Night Two. you know that yeah, that typical yeah there setup. is. the the plot set up and all that but 9 times out of 10 it's like an innocent person gets killed and then they come back for revenge and it's like I mean Mary Lou was innocent in terms of like she didn't deserve to die you know but she was a bitch yeah and that's fine
0: she's a bad person but if you want a good time you know who to call
1: you know who to call (laughs) it's right there on the confessional god
0: are there really that fee- i'm like mrs Voorhees, mary lou rebecca k Hart,
1: we're forgetting a bunch
0: we're forgetting so many there's like so many more yeah but also the fact that i can't instantly versus like freddie jason michael leatherface oh <laughs> as far
1: as icon like if you want to talk iconic killers
0: oh tiffany there we go there's tiffany
1: there's Tiffany. i mean there's tiffany i mean who's probably the most iconic is probably pamela Voorhees. right
0: oh i mean she she only started it all
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean I, and i mean like you know a lot of the french the modern french extremity or is it modern anymore it's all 10 years old you know what i mean but also
0: so many of those like came i feel like so many of those just came from like misogynist tropes yeah like i mean high tension is a beautiful depiction of lesbian relationships but <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, well, that maybe that's one we should talk about on this show because I think it's oh, I, was, I think it's a portrait of internalized uh, homophobia.
0: Oh, oh! I have so much to say. I, I mean, I love, love so. that movie.
1: All, yeah,
0: yeah. I have so much to say. Um, I actually have a whole theory. Actually, I think my friend even wrote a whole paper about it. Uh, yeah, because there's something that happens in that movie right before everyone starts to die. Hmm. And it's like, oh, this is this is hitting me over the head, but I like it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's
0: still, like, coming from a French dude making, like, a brutal right, movie. Right.
1: Yeah. It's like, what's the intent? And sometimes it's like, oh, man, what if the woman was a killer? What? You know what I mean? It's like that's when... the only – it's not considered. It's not a considered choice. It's just – it feels very dude bro era of like, well, what if the woman was the one stabbing everybody? And yeah,
0: when that's the twist. When that's the
1: twist. It's like, like, and hey. that, that even,
0: uh, that even, I mean, to some degree, that's also sort of Mrs. Voorhees. But like, that's definitely like with Rebecca Gayhart and Urban Legend. Like, that's what made Urban Legend different from the other, you know, teen slashers of that era. Right. Um, But yeah, that's like, that's just terrible i think that i can't even think of like more than four lady killers out there that i really love yeah that like really get to be get to be iconic characters like mary lou should be the end all icon
1: yeah how many how many of them are like i mean if anything mary lou is closer to like a michael myers like she's just doing this because she fucking wants to yeah
0: yeah Yeah, she's just she's just (laughs) She is just a, a a troll in a sandbox, yeah. just <laughs> having the time of her life. That's true, but like we don't really get that, like where no. like it to that extent. Like she is a depiction of agency, you know. Like mm-hmm. um, she's, I mean, yes, she was m- murdered, and yes, she's working through some issues, <laughs> but so many, so many characters, like their only reason for being a killer is retribution, right? And with Mary Lou, like, that's a core aspect of her, but she's more just demented. Yeah,
1: that's not the primary motivation. The primary motivation is, like, y'all fucking interrupted my prom queen ceremony. Yeah. And I'm going to make it happen.
0: Yeah. And she was a
1: picture of agency before she died, too. That's the thing.
0: That, I mean, that first scene. Ugh. It's so. She goes good. to
1: confessional just to fuck with the priest. <laughs> like...
0: It's so good. I was screaming. <laughs> it's. It's so good, and it's not like it. Even that sequence is so masterfully done because it's not like she's not like blah, 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 blah about it or anything. It's right. like it's still very it's still a very soft scene that just like all the way down to when you get that coda of for a good time call mary lou it's just oh it's so well done yeah so shock scream factory get vinegar syndrome blue underground arrow uh
1: severin severin any of y'all any of y'all can't because I know comment.
0: at least one of you are listening because we've had a, a spike in listeners thanks to our, our good friends that, that for some reason preach the gospel of, of all this bullshit. <laughs> like, no kidding. <laughs> we know one of you are listening. We want a Blu-ray release.
1: Yeah. Because you know I would what? also
0: like a special feature of part three, but we want a Blu-ray release. <laughs>
1: Um, I would love a Blu-ray. I think part three for me if part three was like a bonus feature on part two, that'd be fine. I like really it's like part two.
0: It's like the bride, blood splatter bride with exactly. uh, Daughters of Darkness.
1: Exactly. But I want interviews with people. Because like people in Prom Night except for like Michael Ironsides, nobody really went on to do a lot. You know? Lisa Strange. No. Although Lisa Strange was also in Gnaw food of the gods part two.
0: oh really
1: she sure was
0: i might have to check it out
1: it's a good one it's like animals get big and it's <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the,
0: the pitch that's at the, the studio
1: It's also the tagline <laughs> animals get big
0: oh my god
1: but also there's one scene in particular no i'm gonna let it be a surprise i'll let it be a surprise
0: I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, you should see Food of the Gods part. Don't see Food of the Gods part one. I would recommend Food of the Gods part one, except there's like some actual animal shit in it because it's like 1972 or whatever. Oh,
0: now. no. I can't do it.
1: Yeah, but part two, you're fine. I love part two.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Yeah.
1: So prominent, too. I want interviews, I want all the behind the scenes, I want everything. I'll do a. I want... I'll do a commentary. I'll do a commentary. We could do if a commentary track. We
0: yes. could. Do, we'll do the blue Blu-ray people. We will do your commentary. Yeah. It, it will just be us saying, "I love her so much."
1: She, look how pretty <laughs> she is right there. Wait, pause. She's pause so pretty. It. Can rewind you pause it. it and rewind that part. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Let's do it again.
0: <gasps> and then the whole commentary track is off for the rest of the movie.
1: <laughs> and then the movie just freezes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'll do it
0: oh uh, i oh i'm just i'm just brushing back over my notes and i found one more quote from mary blue that i think really sums her up wonderfully she says at one point in part two she says there's no god buddy and there's no heaven and you know what pissed me off the most no fucking wings <laughs> If that's not an argument for a deep Blu ray release, I don't know what is. Like, because we're already, the new wave, I mean, we're now the Blu ray releases, like, it seems like we capped out of the 80s and now we're moving on to, you know, the craft and and Candyman and Valentine and, well, superstition. So maybe there's hope.
1: Mm hmm. It's time. Maybe I'll start a petition, an online petition.
0: Yeah. Maybe the internet ghosts will get it going.
1: Oh my God.
0: We could rally up our, our... That's all our listeners. It's just internet ghosts.
1: <laughs> our our one listener is the house on Haunted Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it could hack into the system and, uh, you know. Oh my God, Stacey, what if...
0: What if all these listeners that we think we have that we believe are internet ghosts? <laughs> what if they're actually just Russian bots and we're collusion?
1: Whoa. We're in collusion! <gasps> that could be. That's the twist. Is it worth it? It might be.
0: It probably is.
1: It probably is. Listen,
0: who needs freedom or liberty if we've got more followers this week? <laughs>
1: yeah if you are listening to this uh you know in english (laughs) leave us a review or uh rate us on itunes because that kind of helps get us in front of more ear holes
0: it does the best thing you can do is go on that itunes podcast app hit the star button you know i'll let you choose how many stars you want but i i think five is nice it's a nice number
1: It's a nice number.
0: It's a nice odd number. And then and then write a little just write a little comment that
1: kinda tells people why you like the show. Or share your favorite uh, joke or non sequitur. Maybe that's nice too. That's always nice. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Gaylords of Darkness.
0: You can leave us uh, recommendations on there. Not not for us to watch things, because we won't listen to you. But you can leave <laughs> us... You can leave recommendations for other people that say why you like the podcast, just like a rating or a review. Yeah. Um, and we, we have five really nice ones on there, including some new ones from some really sweet listeners. So we I, saw those, and we're so grateful.
1: I'm super grateful that anybody listens to this shit. Oh Well, this was a good way to kick off Women in Horror Month, which will continue for the rest of the month go figure
0: oh my gosh and and so this was just the beginning we just wanted to give some time to our favorite one of our favorite uh femme fatales out there and uh our next the rest of our episodes actually this month we have awesome guests lined up we
1: have guests there's gonna be a third we're, We're a thruple now. We're going to be a thruple <laughs> with some people. That's exciting.
0: That's going to be great. We have our our key party bowl, um, <laughs> the
1: buffet, the buffet, it's the splash guard. Just, yeah. Oh, I've a got my Sigourney guard?
0: Weaver. There's a splash guard this time because wow. I'm I've got my Sigourney Weaver cosplay on, and I feel like <laughs> Sigourney would want a splash guard over that
1: buffet. Well, that's probably fair, but um, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> should we answer a listener question
0: I think we should it's one of my favorite times of the recording we play.
1: <laughs> <laughs> listen listener if you have a question you can send it to us you can send it to we're both on Instagram I'm uh, Instagram slash final girl G-R-R-L Anthony is slash the Carla Rossi R-O-S-S-I uh you can do it there or on our facebook page yeah or whatever drop it at,
0: slide it in our dms or
1: if you prefer electronic mail gaylords at gaylordsofdarkness.com
0: yeah if you're a if you're a haunted frank lloyd wright mansion <laughs> send us an <laughs> email at the, the standard a,
1: way through the computer
0: yeah boot through an online computer <laughs> boot up your juno send us an email <laughs>
1: So, this week's question comes from someone named Blacy who says, I know that you guys joke a lot about Stacy's references being old. But I think she sounds youthful and vibrant. This is not a question, I am just saying. Well, thank you, Blacy. <laughs> Wow, wow I... thank you, Blacy. That's so nice. I feel like there is a whole
0: lot of Russian, <laughs> Russian hacking happening right now.
1: <laughs> you know what? A word on my references from last week when I edited the episode and little Gollum Stacy came out and was like, maybe all your references are really out of date. Like, I mean, I know modern things. I know what Fortnite is. <laughs> okay. As you
0: quickly Google a video game title.
1: Yeah, I know what Fortnite is.
0: <laughs> that was the most convincing line reading
1: <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. I know, th- like, so I'm Gollum. Stacy is is like, oh god, and then I kind of thought about it for the rest of the day. I was like, hmm. Do I oh, just, no. am I making old reference? Well, whatever. And then I went back to watching this YouTube video that I had paused in the middle of. And it <laughs> was <laughs> fucking... Raquel Welch uh, dishing about (laughs) Mae West from from their time working together on Myra Breckenridge and I was like, oh my god I have assumed my final form and unbeknownst to me, I'm a 68 year old queen from fucking Palm Springs (laughs) holy shit, how did this happen? so
0: and that's that's why i talk to you every week in front, of, in front of a bunch of internet ghosts
1: so i guess listen blacy i appreciate your comment uh i am youthful and vibrant i i am
0: i am so grateful that we got this uh this email <laughs> from from blacy blonder Because I have to say, I one hundred, I one hundred percent agree with Blazey. I don't know where I would be without these, these old timey vaudevillian anecdotes. Um, that that are fused somewhere between the Love Boat, yeah, and an old kinetoscope presentation. It's true. <laughs> stacy honestly, I know you give yourself shit, and I know I gave you shit on the last episode because I thought it was funny. <laughs> but never ever change. Right. I was listening to the I was listening to the last episode because all I do is is chronically listen to our show over and over. <laughs> and the fact that I brought up Marlo Thomas. To to make fun of you, and, <laughs> and you immediately had a story about Marlo Thomas. Like I said, it just tells me that everything is right in the world, and that you are you are a truly magical being that that time has forgotten. <laughs>
1: Like I said,
0: <laughs> you're timeless.
1: Uh, well, that's very nice of you to say. You and Blacey have just made my yeah. day. Thanks, wow.
0: Blacey Blonde.
1: Yeah. So I, but I think since that wasn't actually a question, it was more of a, a statement. I was mean, a proclamation, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. But a sh- listener declaration. Should we, yeah. Should we do an actual question? Maybe. Also? Sure. Sure. Why not? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this question comes from jason
0: i have never heard of this person
1: the jason says
0: not not glason
1: blason
0: yeah says help me i need out
1: (laughs) i am an internet ghost (laughs) let me out Um, jason says what type of horror film and character would you cast the other host in (laughs) oh gosh and what film role would you cast yourself in (laughs) holy shit (laughs) this is terrifying (laughs) (laughs) who goes who goes first (laughs) wow um I'll get it over with. I, well, I don't know. I okay.
0: Mine actually isn't that exciting, and I've been talking about it this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill to see old timey Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> As an old-timey, like, private eye detective. Oh! Um, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a a Humphrey Bogarty, like, private dick kind of guy.
1: Wow!
0: Um, (laughs) solving, solving mysteries in a modern-day internet ghost net thriller.
1: Oh.
0: I would die laughing.
1: (laughs) 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 That sounds like a serious work. What do you mean? Yeah, it's a
0: it's a deep it's a deep work of art.
1: Solving internet crimes is no laughing matter.
0: But like, you don't know how to type or use the computer. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: what? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm <like, on> <laughs> tiny. Like, you're 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 no, you're
0: trying to like do Morse code in your Juno, <laughs> <laughs> your AOL online
1: with my jitterbug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want to see wow and then
0: and for myself um oh i'd absolutely want to be in a witch movie is that how i answer that yeah <laughs> yeah i, I want to be so. i don't know if here's the thing though is i don't know if i want to be one of the witches or be killed by the witches oh i really can't decide so
1: yeah i definitely figured you mm. would be i mean i had you down as being in a witch movie for sure, <gasps> but I thought it would be really fun to have you at, like, and I mean this, with complete adoration. <laughs> As, like, one of the 80s witch ladies from Mother of Tears. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Like, just giving people shit, having the time of your life, cackling, like nobody's oh. business. And oh. yeah, just giving people side eyes and dirty looks and just oh. living life to the fullest. Yeah.
0: You're much kinder than I I think my movie for you is really cool, but you are much kinder and much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I,
1: know, I, I uh, Me maybe an old timey detective who doesn't know how to use a keyboard is <laughs> pretty generous. <laughs> What did you think I was going to cast you on? I have no idea. I didn't know how to cast myself. (laughs) At all. Because my answer for myself was like, I would love to be the kind of inconsequential character who somebody like us is going to remember like 30 years after the movie. Like your banana girl hitchhiker from Friday the 13th part 4. Oh, or yeah, Sandy like, the waitress from part One, or <clears throat> like just that weird character who's on there for one minute, maybe they get killed, maybe they don't. They don't mean anything, they probably don't even have a name, but then, in thirty years, horror nerds are like, remember, but I, remember that weird girl in that movie who did not use a keyboard,
0: yeah, like you go to. <laughs> your other
1: you like, there's this hitchhiker walking
0: around in Camp Crystal Lake holding a keyboard and you're like does anybody know how to use
1: this? What are these what are all these lines on here mean? I think this is
0: Braille. <laughs> yeah. Yeah like the kind of character that like um like there's like the one artist at the convention that has like a print of it. Yes, and that's like
1: it. Jason would have a print. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like, then like like three three people out there own the sticker and like cherish it. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, that's
1: all I want. I think I honestly feel like that's a complete metaphor for my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? But that's exactly what I want. So
0: I appreciated
1: I, I, by a certain stripe. A certain small stripe of people.
0: I, you know, I would love to watch you solve mysteries without <laughs> understanding how to use a keyboard, as as the internet's trying to kill you. But, but I, I, I want that future for you too. Oh, thanks. And I feel so, so seen to get to be a a, a femme witch terrorist up there with like Mary Lou and 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 mother of eyeliner, or whatever.
1: <laughs> like mother of gold tooth. Yeah, mother
0: of gold too. Yeah, like hatchet face as Cindy Lauper. Yeah, like, I,
1: I'm, <laughs>
0: I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of the internet trying to kill me. I mean, it is trying to kill me anyway. You know what I mean? Like, isn't, oh, it, it's I've, trying to kill us all, right? I've
0: see, Let me tell you. If I see one more woman post about Suspiria and a dude show up and say, "Yeah, it sucks." <laughs> <laughs> if i see one more i'm just gonna go full mary lou on him
1: yeah do it yeah.
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah well good i think i don't know i think we know each other you know i think so yeah, yeah. i'm really excited for our film debuts <laughs> yeah. i can't wait to find out how a keyboard works <laughs> oh well wow so listeners next week you're gonna really want to tune in
0: you really want to tune in let me tell you if it's gonna made be a blast. This
1: far in this episode trust me next week you really want to tune in
0: it's true you, you know and one of our kind listener reviews said it flies by so fast so i bet they are still listening i don't know why <sighs> I, I i'm gonna say you might have a problem
1: yeah but, but- bless you
0: bless you and please come back for next week because it is gonna be out of this
1: world Mm -hmm.
0: so excited i can't wait to jump into women in horror month even though like we said every episode is women in horror for us i can't wait to do it with guests
1: yeah yeah my thruple dreams are coming true (laughs) (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs) well i have to leave (laughs)
1: Ha <laughs> ha